Now listen here. We got a message for the pussy generation. Get off your goddamn phones, off your goddamn asses. Get up there. Put your iPhone down, which is made by capitalism anyway. And go up there and fight for the British Army. <laughs> Join the British Army today. Your country needs you, you little goddamn millennial pussy. Join the British Army now. Opposing the government and opposing the Conservatives. I'm afraid it's the hard left who want to tighten their control. They want to uh, sideline uh, moderate voices. I don't think anybody should be surprised about that is the nature of the hard left. And of course, we know that the hard left famously cannot tolerate any who dissent. Who are the hard left, Chris? Well, we know who the hard left are. People say the old songs are the best, but... This is also topical. We're in the, you know, ascendancy I, I, within, the, within the Labour Party who associate with the hard left. You just said that we were right to right wing, hard left Printing money, nationalisation without compensation hard left wing position. Hard left, hard left, hard left, the hard left, the hard left, the hard left, hard left, hard left, the hard left, the hard left, the hard left, hard left, the hard left, 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 so long I hardly knew the place Gee, it's good to be back home Leave it till tomorrow to unpack my case Honey, disconnect the phone I'm back in the USSR You don't know how lucky you are, boy Back in the US, back in the US, back in the USSR well, the Ukraine milk really knocks me out, leaves the Wests behind. Bart, 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 those Georgia Moscow girls. Uh, so, I'm talking to you. I am a bit of a snowflake. You goddamn jabbering mick. I'm a goddamn pacifist. <laughs> you goddamn drunken patty bastard. <laughs> We had a discussion last night. I asked Tom what racial heritage he had, so I could um, I could yeah. abuse him for it. And Called him Irish, and yeah, uh, we we both basically just just had Irish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's just so I'm just insulting my own ethnic background. That's what happens when you watch Gran Torino? You goddamn shiftless Mick pisshead. <laughs> so welcome to this patron special of real politics. In my hand, I have a uh, pamphlet. That dates back from September 1990, mm. which of course was a big moment in political history because of course. Well, it was the end of history. The end. Yeah, it was oh, the yeah. end of political oh, history. Right. Yeah. It, yeah. Anything of worth that well, there would be nothing that would come after that moment because it's it was all when finished. Capitalism had triumphed over communism. Yeah, I mean, well, it's, there's sort of minor things. There's like you know they still hold elections because obviously liberal democracy triumphed. So there were still big landmarks happening, like Tony Blair getting elected, <laughs> you know, Bill Clinton getting elected. But they're mere footnotes, you know. Yeah. After democracy was brought to Russia, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. After after Russia <laughs> yeah. embraced democracy. <laughs> Yeah, democracy. Uh, so, in my hand, I have a copy of After the Cold War, Building on the Alliances by Mike Gapes. <laughs> now, Jack, 
Where the fuck did you get this from? I bought it off Amazon independent seller J Rental. <laughs> Now, I, I, have no, I have no idea who this Jay Rental is. I mean, I, I have some ideas. No, it's, it's 100% the real, actual John Rental. Yeah. He's selling loads of Fabian Society pamphlets on Amazon for cheap, presumably because they're shit. Yeah, that Nasserati motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he's got through all the ones that have just got blood stains on them, and he's trying, he's trying to suck out, suck the blood out of the pages. Now it's all he's he's just left with the bloodless ones. I mean, can you imagine how many boxes full yet yeah, he has of these pamphlets that he's got in his study <laughs> under his desk that he's just trying to flog off? They're gonna be all like, what do centrist nerds care about? They'll be like the case for ID cards by <laughs> Phil Woolers, <laughs> or like, <laughs> please pull my dick out of this train by Andrew Adonis. <laughs> I'm gonna read the back before we have a little skim through of this pamphlet by Mike Gapes dating from 1990, aka the end of history. Mm-hmm. The end of the Cold War has brought a welcome increase in pluralism and democracy, but also the return of long-suppressed nationalist and ethnic tension. Like Brexit. Brexit. How can a return to conflict and old-style balance of power rivalries be avoided? What should be the architecture of the common European home? No, <laughs> oh, I see he's already banging on about the common yeah. European home. <laughs> My Gapes, senior international officer at the Labour Party, Brackets writing in a personal capacity. Yeah, yeah, not not officially endorsed <laughs> by the Labour Party. This Labour distancing themselves from Gates's maverick views <laughs> argues that security arrangements which concentrated exclusively on Western Europe would lead to a resentful and potentially hostile Soviet Union in the East. A defence role for the European Community, as advocated by Commission President Jacques Delors, would complicate the task of political and economic integration. Man, Gapes is such a globalist with his plans for an EU army. And block the expansion of the community. Ah. (laughs) So yeah, absolutely right. Continuing US involvement is necessary to reassure governments in West, Central and East Europe. God. Cooperation between NATO and the Warsaw Pact should be built up into a European security organisation. He loves NATO. He fucking fucks NATO. He loves it. This could coordinate regular exchanges of military and civilian personnel and run a joint verification agency. I like how there was some vote in Parliament a few weeks ago, I think on welfare or something. The Tories won it by a very, very narrow majority and various MPs were getting shit for not turning up. And among the MPs who proudly boasted on Twitter of why they hadn't turned up was Mike Gapes, who was just very matter-of-factly just like, oh, I was at a NATO meeting! <laughs> Don't you have, like, partners in the Commons so you can cast votes for you if you're absent? Pairing, you mean? Pairing, yeah, yeah, that's what it's uh, Yeah, but I think, like, a, just being a, a load of people didn't end up pairing. That. Yeah, Gapes is just like, no, I... <laughs> I'm in NATO! I, I, am, I am a maverick iconoclast! I do things my own way! The other point he tries to write about in this pamphlet, according to the back, is the ESO could act as the regional security body of the UN, providing peacekeeping forces where necessary and controlling arms transfers. Mm. He argues that in the long run, the CSCE may develop into a pan-European security structure, but that in the interim, the best way to maintain peace and stability is to build on the old alliances. Oh yeah, yeah. That's Gapes's Atlanticist tendencies coming out. Like he's like, well, you know, I think the answer to the Cold War is for us to 
remain subservient to the United States. <laughs> the only way forward in the eyes of Gapes and his coterie of the melts in the soft left of Labour at that time and Gapes. continuing forward. The introduction. It is now becoming clear that as the stone of oppressive Leninist orthodoxy was lifted from the peoples of what we now call Eastern and Central Europe, not all that emerged was positive or pleasant. The stone of oppressive Leninist orthodoxy. He wants to show that he can write. <laughs> the um, stone. The stone. The sorcerer's stone. The sorcerer's stone. Indeed, some very nasty historic animosities and feuds have now crawled out into the light of day. <laughs> My own feud, for example, with Russia. He talks about how there is... Uh, they fear, many people fear the consequences of the removal of the old bipolar certainties as the, <laughs> as the problems caused by the systematic failure of the bureaucratic one-party state are recognised. It is... God, that's an awful sentence. It is more and more apparent that the ending of the Cold War presents dangers as well as opportunities. <laughs> opportunities free market capitalism oh yeah the division of Europe into two hostile military and economic camps which came about at the end of the second world war served to ensure for a considerable period of time that there were no wars between the two military blocs Pax America and Pax Sovietica <laughs> what is this cold war nerd language Pax Sovetica. Pax Sovetica. It's just great because you can just imagine Gape saying it all, like just getting so emotional and just sort of crying. It's just the stone! And you have the stone of communism! Broken into a husk that it is. <laughs> a tusk. Donald Tusk. Pax America and Pax Sovetica ensured stability in Central Europe. Not all aspects of that stability were negative. <laughs> Pluralism and freedom today are very welcome, but open ethnic conflict and religious fanaticism are not. <laughs> there are potentially explosive situations in Romania, in Yugoslavia, and between Hungary and Romania over Transylvania. There are potential mass refugees. This is John, John Rental, obviously interested in this, of a, of a Transylvanian dimension. <laughs> Put Transylvania in there. <laughs> I need to see what is happening in the homeland. <laughs> there is a danger that the balkanisation of the former communist system will not bring Western-style pluralistic democracy, but demagogic popularism, racism and anti-Semitism. Was that popularism? Popularism. Demagogic popularism. Popularism, eh? Populism. Oh, it just says popularism. Populism. <laughs> Oh, so it does just say populism. Populism, yeah. Not popularism. Populism. Populism. Yeah. So I've, I'm, I fucked it up. Okay, so it was your mistake, <laughs> not Gapesy's. Okay. It's my mistake, yeah. Glad we've ironed that out. Edit that out. We did. We, it's just what we <laughs> no, did. No, no, I'm uh, keeping it. We did. Keep we, it no, in, no, no, keep it in. Keep it in. We did an episode of Populism the other day. Obviously, it's a big shibboleth from the centre. And it's interesting to see Gapes in the early 90s, back when, you know, Tony Blair was still sometimes referred to as a populist politician, getting very concerned about the populist moment. Absolutely. He wants the right kind of democracy in Russia, you know. Yeah, 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 like liberal democracy. <laughs> free markets, free speech. Not too free, but... <laughs> it is already very difficult for any party of the left, as we understand it, in our part of Europe 
or which espouses traditional social democratic values or collectivist approaches to get much of a hearing in Hungary. And in Poland, Lekwalesa is using... Scab. His, yeah, CIA yeah, scab. Pro- proper anti-Semitic piece of shit as well, yeah. Or scab. If not in his own words, he's definitely reported multiple people and covered the backs of those who have espoused some very anti-Semitic sentiments following the collapse of the Soviet Union. Yeah, he's a melt. Not, not a hero in Poland. Melt. Well, should not be considered one. And in Poland, Lekwalesa <laughs> is using the term socialist as a term of abuse against his internal opponents within the solidarity movement. Solidarity with a capital C-I-A. <laughs> How are Eastern and Central Europe to be prevented from reverting to what could be called old-style balance of power rivalries? How are ethnic conflict and religious fanaticism to be contained? More specifically in the sphere of defence and security <laughs> policy, can the Warsaw Treaty Organisation continue to exist in the political role it gave itself at the most recent summit? Should NATO still have a military role or any role whatsoever if there is no longer a militarily threatening WTO? How is the Soviet Union, with all its problems, to be reassured about German unity? The German milk industry. industry. <laughs> How can the Did Europe... you say unity there? Unity. The EU's unity would shatter. The German unity would shatter. Two years ago, they were telling us that the EU's unity would shatter we'd be able to pick off individual countries and get a deal and that the German milk industry would change the position of the German government. I thought you said German nudity. Well, there's a lot of nudity in Germany, particularly in Berlin. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Trust me, go. Whether you have a red cake or a blue cake, a red cake with great big red cherries or a blue cake with great big blue cherries, The fact is, you will not be able to eat that cake because you have the milk. How can the Europeans best influence the USA, which despite all the changes in Europe and its own economic difficulties, will remain the preeminent world power militarily, politically and economically for the foreseeable future? Should the European community develop its own role? There is much talk today of a common European home. A phrase first used by Mikhail Gorbachev. Mikhail Gorbachev. (laughs) It is an attractive notion. But what is the architecture of our common home to be? Ours is a house of many different rooms with different colour wallpaper. Our house in the middle of our street. (laughs) Whether you have a red house or a blue house with great big red tiles on the roof. (laughs) Ours is a house of many different rooms with different colour wallpaper (laughs) and different furniture. We would like to live together, but we want to keep separate rooms. <laughs> we will need to develop new and better mechanisms for resolving internal disputes, both within our families and with our neighbours living in the room next door. God, 
As you can hear, this is a real fucking slug to get through. That's Gapesy on the concept of the nation state. <laughs> the most long-winded, boring way to describe it. <laughs> Do you it. have the rooms? The wallpaper. Covered for everything, isn't it? And you have the rooms that are covered with the wallpaper, and it is mixed together with paste, and it comes out as a wallpapered room. <laughs> Here we fucking go. Now, Gapesy loves milk. He loves milk. But Cake. He loves analogies about food. Yes, big time. And this is his little paragraph, his little passage entitled Polish Views. <laughs> Poland sees itself as the meat in a sandwich. <laughs> as the icing in the middle of a cake. <laughs> Potentially squeezed by two powerful neighbours, the ham mustard of Germany and the lettuce. That, okay, that's not really in there, but, but he's talking about the meat in the sandwich. That's definitely in there. Okay. Potentially squeezed by two powerful neighbours, Germany and the Soviet Union. The current communist president, General Jaruzelski, told a visiting Socialist International delegation in November 1989 four days after the opening of the Berlin Wall. Winds blow from the east and winds blow from the west. And you have the wind that is taken from winds in the east. And Poland suffers and you have the Poland that suffers because of it. <laughs> oh my god. From 1795 to 1918 Poland ceased to exist as an independent country following its partition between Austria, Prussia and Russia. Does he return to the sand thing that's the end of the sandwich I'm afraid Ugh. he likes to talk a lot about directions like east west east west Germany north south oh yeah put together in the same factory factory he wants the Soviet Union the United States to remain a military presence in Europe yeah of course he does <laughs> God, such a fucking hawk his views on the Soviet forces in Eastern Europe the Warsaw Treaty Organisation now is a majority of non-communists, or more accurately, anti-communist member governments. It has in practice ceased to exist as a credible military organisation, but it is not dead yet. Its new so-called political military role is being continued. It is argued that this is little more than fig leaf face-saving device for the Soviet Union as it withdraws militarily and politically from Eastern Europe. Although this may be true, the WTO could continue to exist in that role for many years. This is awful. This is just such a fucking... What is it with soft left literature that just reads awfully and is just so boring? I don't know. Let's have a look at it. Have a read through. Find some more stuff about milk and fucking food. <laughs> this is a bit in here. And this is how the relations between the West and the East of Europe will affect the milk industry. <laughs> what a fucking writer. God, I still haven't actually read this. Why would you want to? I've had my little Mike Gapes pamphlet for so long that I've done fuck all. I don't think you're really missing out on much. I'm just looking for, you know, some metaphors. He loves his metaphors. He loves his analogies. There is nothing disreputable about asserting the internationalist case for left-wing Euro-Atlanticism as a means to achieve these ends. It's like, left-wing... Okay, cool, I'm listening. 
Euro. Uh, <laughs> Atlanticism. Uh, no, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> the next bit is all about the Labour Party. Labour has always been firmly committed to NATO. <laughs> Lots of stuff about the 1987 manifesto. The Melt Manifesto. Oh, Melt Shite. A future for NATO. Yep, there's a bit of a future for NATO. Then one called the European Pillar. Uh, it's not an elaborate metaphor, it turns out. It's just basically saying that it was also seen as a way to develop a stronger European voice or pillar within NATO about... I don't know. Oh, interestingly though, Gapes uses the phrase Fortress Europe here, or rather Fortress Western Europe. He says that expanding the role of Western Europe and giving it greater importance today would send exactly the wrong signals to other European countries, particularly the newly emerging pluralistic democracies in Eastern Europe and the Soviet Union. <laughs> the pluralistic democracy of Yeltsin's Russia. He's shite. He's fucking shite in his politics. <laughs> Eurogaulism. That's another chapter. It's just really funny looking at the pamphlet. When you see the title of it, and you're like, oh, this is just some standard wank. But then you see the name, and it just makes me smile. It's Mike just a, Gapes. Because it's just a name that you just, you just can't take seriously anymore. Gapes. 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 Mr. Speaker. Can the minister confirm? i got to be honest. Two years ago, we were told... We were told that the EU's unity would shatter. There's a whole bit about NATO here. I don't know, I, this is actually quite dry, this Mike Gapes thing. Oh yeah, it's not a laugh a minute. It's probably <laughs> it's, yeah. Despite the If it reasons. was just like a rant about milk, cake and elephants, just yeah. be reading through like, oh, how is this like such a deep cut? How do more people not know about this classic Gapes? Yes. Disappointing, Mike, disappointing. Not your best material. What recent articles has he done, though? Probably, like, yeah, his column for the Ilford Recorder. <laughs> God, there's a very Donald Rumsfeld... Very Rumsfeld... Very, Don, Don, very Donald Rumsfeld-style, Rumsfeldian kind of chapter <laughs> heading at, at the end of this. It's a defensive defence. <laughs> you know, I always say absence of evidence is not absence of... You have the milk! <laughs> and the fifth chapter is called Implications for Britain. Let's see if there's any articles I can find that he's written recently. Just so we can see how his writing style has come on after all these years. Mm, very disappointing. I've just skimmed the whole thing and I haven't found any more elaborate metaphors, especially not food-related ones. Well, at least it'll be quick to edit so you can just cut out all the fat. Yeah. Here's something for you Patreon lot, have it. Oh, from the 9th of December. From the Ilford Recorder. Mm -hmm. View from the house. I will not back May's disastrous deal. <laughs> Although it is the only game in town. I love that the centrists have all snapped into uh, Theresa May's terrible deal is the only deal that it would be possible to get in any circumstances. <laughs> I can't think of anything more ball-achingly dull than reading him talk about the EU. <laughs> well, he made it interesting that one time. You, know, you, have, you have the milk! <laughs> and you have the milk that is taken from cows in the south and taken from cows in the north, put together in the same factory, and then it is mixed together with whiskey, and it comes out as milk. 
Jack, I have something to confess. Ugh. He doesn't actually say that. <laughs> what does he say? He talks about Baileys. I'm sorry. He does say, and you have the milk. Oh, yeah, you have the milk, but it doesn't come out as milk. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to break it to you. Just if uh, Sam Foster's listening, needs a little reminder. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We were fake news when we did that. We fake newsed you. I'm sorry. We done. <laughs> we done false newsed your ass. I've braced it now. The news is all fake! Do you remember sitting here a year ago watching the Mick Jagger anti Brexit songs on <laughs> YouTube? They say the immigrants are coming. The news is all fake. Fuck Brexit, I'm Mick Jagger. Okay. I am a European, alright? So this starts, gotta get a grip, beat it with a stick, gotta get grip. She going for the hit. Oh. Hard, hard beat to this one as well. Again, I'll try and sing along to it as I hear it for the first time again. Get beat it with, oh no, wait. Beat it with a stick. Shut your mouth, beat him with a stick Oh you gotta get a, gotta get a grip Chaos, instability, ISIS Lies and scandals, wars and vandals Metadata scams and policy shams Put him in a slammer, who? <laughs> ISIS <laughs> Mick Jagger's declared war on ISIS Under your skin, keep them under, keep them out In a 
tech intellectual, shut your mouth, or is said people are anti-intellectual. I guess this is from a point of view of like someone who's not as uh, much a man of wealth and taste as Mick Jagger. So we've established that fake news and Brexit are good. Well, there you have it. You have, after the Cold War, building on the alliances. Can you sum that pamphlet up for me in a little paragraph about what it represents for the kind of faction that Mike Gapes was a part of at the time in the Labour Party and what's he you're trying to get across here? I mean, there's a lot to be... Sp he's talking about a lot, Jack, in that, you know. Yeah, so I mean, it is quite a broad, sweeping thesis. Well, I mean, it's a kind of vaguely centre-left conception of internationalism, isn't it? Which is not, you'll notice, although he does talk about places other than European countries, for example, the United States. <laughs> he, he doesn't really talk about, like, you know, offering our solidarity to Latin America. Mm. It's very much a kind of European central view which is the case with Gapes's politics, Europe and America. That's where it's all happening for him. Yeah, so it shows a kind of liberal internationalism that puts a huge amount of faith in multinational institutions, or transnational institutions, I think the expression would be, and wants things like NATO to be instrumental in creating a lasting peace in Europe in the aftermath of the Cold War. <laughs> I think that's probably the best description of what he's trying to get across there. I don't. I think it was a rambling and incoherent, even more so than this pamphlet. <laughs> Isn't that what he would have wanted? <laughs> uh, yeah, probably. Well, anyway, yeah, thanks, John Rental, for putting this on Amazon. So I to Mr. J. Rental. It's the only... I wanted some gapes on my bookshelf. I wanted a gaping bookshelf. And Do it was the only one I could find. Yeah. To be fair to Mr. J. Rental, he's got a good seller rating on his Amazon. Has he? I think so, from when I looked at it, yeah. Well, it's all those Fabian Society pamphlets. Well, they're in pristine condition because they haven't been taken out of the cardboard box since 1990. Don't worry yourself, my child. That evil vampire has been locked away in a crypt for generations. Which is a good thing, because it allows me the time, space and comfort to drink as much toilet duck as I like. Mmm, delicious and so refreshing. It's nutritious and delicious. Toilet duck! Yeah, I mean, why would anyone read them? Like, Mike Gapes on Europe in the aftermath of the Cold War. Oh, great, yeah. I <laughs> imagine this sold, sold like hot cakes. A red cake or a blue cake? So that's the Fabian Society, with after the Cold War, building on the alliances. Do you remember when the Fabian Society said that the real centre ground... Do you remember that... when they were ever relevant? Oh, <laughs> okay. No? 
Uh, I mean, the real. You got the correct answer. The boy claimed in early 2017, before the general election turned around Labour's fortunes, that the real centre ground was somewhere between Tony Blair and Donald Trump. (laughs) (laughs) There you have it then. Well, I listened to Real Politic where we mentioned that, and Yair was like, so. David Cameron then I'm just like yeah that is just surely like so-called moderate conservatism yeah he was to be between yeah. Tony Blair and Donald Trump like Blair is so fucking right-wing like yeah he, you know, he always was but he especially is now and Trump is so fucking right-wing but you're not going to be anywhere near the left positioning yourself between those two exactly but that's yeah that's where the Fabians are at now have you seen there was this whole thing about the Fabians being like a Marxist plot for all the uh, the alt-right <laughs> We're going on about. It's like, yeah, if only. I mean, God. is this is there any articles about this? I forget who it was. Whether it was Paul Joseph Watson or some some tosser. Fabian's Marxist. Hey, hey, hey! We wish they were Marxist. <laughs> They're not. But yeah, it's all like this. Fabian's are like this communist globalist plot to set up an EU army and uh, <laughs> take away the right to bear arms for American citizens and so on. You reckon it was Paul Joseph Watson? I think he might have accused the Fabian Society of being some of the foremost progenitors of cultural Marxism, possibly. Oh, of course. But it was someone like that. Someone like him. You know, one of those far-right reactionary online trolls, Paul Joseph Watson, Francis Wheatman, you know, that kind of crew. Liberty is making history today on many fronts. We are blessed to have with us Dr. Benjamin S. Carson, Sr., Secretary of the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development, as the first speaker. If you really understand the big picture of what's going on, then what's going on with Judge Kavanaugh will make perfectly good sense to you. Because you see, there have been people in this country for a very long time, go all the way back to the Fabians, who have wanted to fundamentally change this country. They don't like what America is and what it represents, and they want to change us to another system. And, you know, it really kind of puts this all into context. Him stood in front of his little map of the world from 1890. Does he like it because on the map that he's got, the sun never sets on the British Empire? Probably. It's all the old borders. Crown jewel Mm. of our imperialism. Right. I'm intrigued. I'm just going to have a further investigation about Fabian's Marxist plot, the well-known stirring Marxist plot brewing within Fabian society. No, it's just because I remember the Fash were like, oh, the Fabians, they're like this communist thing. And I remember a load of people, yeah, I remember Laura tweeting like, fuck off, or something. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, maybe someone didn't literally use the phrase plot, but it was something like that. Has he ever said if you went on momentum, Paul Joseph Watson? Undoubtedly. Momentum thugs. Whoa, that was a fucking disappointment. Yeah, I really let down by the Mike Gape Fabian Society pamphlet, to be honest. The fact that we were expecting much from it in the first place probably is our own fault. Everything we've touched with Gapes has usually turned to streams of milky content, but this has just descended into outright disaster. So you just searched Mike Gapes, and the first result that came up was literally the Milk Gapes video. Yeah, that's true. It's the real real. 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 It's the real
So, Tom, there's a book about Blair's fabulous stacks of cash that he's made since leaving office uh, called Blair Incorporated. And that includes <laughs> just, just, just a little kind of passing mention in the context of Blair's again, fabulous stacks of cash he's made advising despotic regimes around the world. (laughs) Now, in Blair Incorporated, they write, The majority of despots are not household names for a reason. Well-paid lobbyists tempt journalists over to write puff pieces on the burgeoning tourism trade, as we've uh, seen with uh, Saudi Arabia. (laughs) Or outfits like the European Azerbaijan Society use MPs like Mark Field or Mike Gapes (laughs) to help promote the country's interests with little reference to human rights violations. So I was delighted when Gapes popped up in Blair Incorporated as a shill for the Azerbaijan government. (laughs) Oh my God. All right, well, I think that's enough gaping content. Milk. Good night. Oh, come on. You show me down. What's the weather like in St. Petersburg, comrade? USSR. You don't know how lucky you are. Boys, back in the USSR. Well, the Ukraine milk really knocks me out. Leaves the West behind. St. Petersburg weather makes me sing and shout. That Georgia's always on my, 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 mind. Oh, show me down the snowy mountains way down south. Take me to your daddy's farm. Let me hear your ballycackers ringing out. Come and keep your comrade warm. I'm back in the USSR. Hey, you don't know how lucky you are, boys. Back in the USSR. Oh, let me tell you, honey. Hey, I'm back. I'm back. In the USSR. Yes, I'm free. I'm back. In the USSR. Ha ha. Milk. It's tech, it's exciting, it's young people, it's crowdsourcing.